the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and happy Resurrection Day. This is the day of our Savior's resurrection. And I'm so happy, so glad you chose to join us uh, on this Resurrection Day. Uh, I'm your host, Sam Nicholson. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program and we'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible, talking about salvation, talking about the Lord's grace and his mercy and how much he loves you, how much he loves us. And again, happy Resurrection Day. This is the day that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, how he defeated death and sin and how he saved us from all of our sins, how he, how he guaranteed us a place with him through his resurrection in his kingdom. So would you join me in thanking him? Would you join me and pray for this next hour that the Lord would just use it for his glory, for his purpose, for his plan? Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done, all that you're doing and all that you will do. Lord, we remember this day. We proclaim this day. Lord, we just praise you in this day, Lord, the day that we remember the resurrection of your son, the day that you raised him from the dead, Lord, to live forever, that we would live forever. Lord, I thank you and I praise you. Father, I ask, Lord, that you'd bless each and every listener this day, each and every listener, Father, that's listening, that's seeking you, Lord, seeking you in your word, seeking you in prayer, seeking you for your blessing, seeking you, Lord, for who you are. Lord, use this hour. Use it for your glory, for your purpose, for all that you want to do for the listeners, for, for us, your children, Lord. I thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, take over. Use us tonight, Lord that we would glorify your name, that we would accomplish your will through the power of your spirit. Again, I say, Holy Spirit, take over and lead us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And you know, I cannot say it enough. Happy Resurrection Day. Rejoice and be glad in what the Lord has done, for he is able and abundant to do exceedingly beyond what we ask. You know, we come to him and ask, we, ask, we come to him and seek. He tells us in his word, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and by supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
So he encourages us to come to him. He encourages us to seek him. He encourages us to pray. So I encourage you to call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with, with what you want to bring before the Lord. If you have a need, <coughs> if you have a need, if you know somebody who has a need, stand in that gap and call in and ask for prayer. And I'll pray with you. We'll pray with you right here on the air for your needs. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. For the live on the air calls, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you want to bring something before the Lord, I encourage you seek Him out, seek Him because He He tells us in Jeremiah twenty nine twelve, when we seek Him with all our heart, we will find Him. He says, "I will be found by you," declares the Lord. It's a promise that when you seek Him, you will find Him. And we seek him in prayer. So call in tonight for your prayer request. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. One eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on the air calls. Like if you have a prayer or if you have a Bible question, if there's something you want to ask about the resurrection, about the crucifixion, about anything in the Bible, anything that you've run across, anything that you've heard, read and you want to get a better understanding, you know, I'd love the opportunity to seek out the Word for you. Let's seek out the Word for, 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 for what the Lord is showing us and revealing to us about Himself. So if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, the cults, the occult, world, world religion, whatever is your question tonight, call in with your Bible question. Number is one 995-5552. You can also call in with your testimonies and with your praise reports. If you want to glorify God and just share with, with the listeners what the Lord has done for you this week, this month, how he's answered your prayers, we'd love to hear from you. Again, the number is one 5552 Well, again, I'd like to welcome you to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and we are a live program taking phone calls, taking your prayer requests. So call in tonight. Uh, we'll be here for the next hour, uh, as always. And again, I want to uh, remind you that uh, on Friday nights, uh, we get together for prayer and for worship in Arcadia. And uh, this Friday, we had a tremendous service. Uh, we had uh, live worship. We had the, uh, the guys come out, and they were. We, we had live worship. We had a time of prayer and worship and praise, and it was just amazing. Uh, so I just want to encourage you to come out for prayer and for worship on Friday nights um, at uh, 8 o'clock. We get together at 8 o'clock on Friday nights for prayer and for worship for the Word. So come out. If you have a desire to get in God's presence, if you just want to be somewhere where you can worship and pray and sing and just be with the Lord, we encourage you to come out and worship with us on Friday nights at 8 o'clock in Arcadia. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Uh, just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia area. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north one block uh, to uh, Foothill Boulevard. Make a right. And then uh, go one more block to 1st Avenue. Make another right. And you'll see us on the right-hand side. We're in the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue. Every Friday night uh, at 8 o'clock for prayer and for worship, uh, Pastor Saka will be continuing his series on why we were created and what is our purpose here on earth. So come out for that uh, every Friday night uh, at 8 o'clock, 805 
North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, also, we'll be celebrating Easter service tomorrow morning uh, at 10 a.m. at the Hills Church. It's the same address, 805 North First Avenue. Pastor Walter Hofflin is a the pastor there. So if you're looking uh, for somewhere to celebrate Easter uh, Resurrection Day, uh, Easter, Easter Sunday, come out and join us for Sunday service, 10 a.m. at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So uh, that, those are our announcements. We also want to remind you that you can listen to this program on podcast at uh, kkla.com. If you've got a computer, you can go to kkla.com, look for the podcast page, and then uh, scroll down and you'll see the Gypsy Christian Hour. So if you've missed any of our past programs, we've got over 30 programs uh, on the podcast page now. So if you've missed any of our previous programs and you'd like to catch up, I uh, uh, I invite you to go to our podcast page at kkla.com uh, and then just look for the Gypsy Christian Hour. You can also download the uh, KKLA app for your uh, iPhone or, or Android. Go to your uh, Google Store, Google Play or iTunes Store and download the free app because uh, KKLA has so much to offer you uh, on, your, on your smartphone or on your uh, iPad. Download the KKLA app. It's free, and then you can listen to all the programs that are here at KKLA. You can also listen to the to the live programs during the day. Uh, so, go to go to your store, iStore, iTunes Store, or Google Play, and download that app. Uh, we're going to go to our calls, and then we're going to get into our message. So, again, if you'd like a prayer, if you need prayer, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls for your prayer requests for your uh, Bible questions. Uh, call in tonight eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're gonna go to our first caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hi Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey Sammy, how you doing today? Happy Resurrection Day. Happy Resurrection Day. Uh, uh, hey, hey, you didn't see me last night? No, I didn't. Were you there? Sammy, I was setting all the way in. I was there last night. You was preaching. You was doing all the service. You was wearing a suit and a necktie. I even know when you was you was saying last night when you got saved and you stood in the front with your mother because yeah. the guy you was with yep. the guy Joel and all that. Yeah, there was a lot of people there last night. I yep. ran a little late. Uh, let me ask you: Every Friday, do you guys serve communion? No, we don't serve communion every Friday. We usually Friday nights are, is a time of prayer. And worship, and we get into the Word. Yeah, but, so, uh, so you didn't see me yesterday, right? No, I didn't see you at the church. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, because I know if you would have seen me, you would have welcomed me. Yeah, I, I, no, I never saw you. I wish you would have uh, come up and say hello. Why, you would have, yeah, you would have <laughs> I know, but so, uh, you know what? I stood all the way in the back. Uh-huh. I know even, I even know Steve Johnson was there last night. Yeah, Pastor Steve, Steve Johnson was there, Safka, Pastor Alex from Marino Valley. They came out. We combined all three churches last night and did a combined service, and it was awesome. Okay, I wanted to ask you something, too, okay? Then, uh, then after that, I need a word of prayer. Do you have Pastor Steve Johnson's number? Uh, yes, I do. Um, if you uh, text me your your number, I can text you Pastor Steve Johnson's number. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, Sammy, I need you to pray tonight, please, for me for, for me and my mother. My mother's name is Helen. Let me tell you, I also want, uh, I need you to pray. Remember the house you came to? Remember my apartment yeah. in North Hollywood? Yeah, I remember. remember. Yep. Okay, we need to pray if any unclean spirits 
or any bad spirits are holding me back not to get an apartment because I'm telling you, I'm a Chalem Burkino, and it's very hard. I called one apartment today. They want major credit. You know, uh-huh. it's not easy to get a house in right. California. So if we could come in agreement and rebuke and bind any unclean spirits from that apartment and for God to give me a good place and the right place downstairs and uh, pray for Amen. my mother, too, for my mother to get healed, to get off the cane and do... Please, Sammy. Well, Lord, we pray, Mordad, for Jeremiah and for Helen, Mordad. We pray, Mordad, that your perfect will, Mordad, would be accomplished in their life, Mordad. And whatever is hindering, Lord, them from getting apartment, Mordad, I pray, Lord, that you would take any hindrance out of their path, Mordad, that you would clear their way, Mordad, that you would protect them, that you would lead them, that you would guide them, Mordad, into your perfect will to find that place, Mordad, that you have ordained, that you have chosen for them, Mordad, that they would find that place, Lord. And Mordad, we ask, Mordad, that you would take away any kind of hindrance, any kind of unclean spirit, Mordel, any kind of uh, uh, anything that's holding them back, Mordel, I pray that you would clear the way, Mordel, through the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, because greater is he who lives in me, greater is he who lives in us, Lord, than he who is in the world. Your Holy Spirit lives in us, Lord, when we give our life to you, when we surrender to you, Lord, you come and you make your, your, your you, you come and you live in our hearts, Lord, you live with us, Lord, your protection is upon us, and I just pray, Lord, for for Jeremiah, for his mom, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, and that you would give her your grace and your mercy, Lord, that you would just heal her from the from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would walk, Lord, unhindered, and that they would go forward together, Lord, in this in this search, Lord, for for an apartment, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would have your perfect will accomplished in their lives, in Jesus' name, Jesus Amen. Name. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. God bless you. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, brother, that was a that was an awesome service last night. It was. It was. We were really blessed last oh, night. Yeah, uh, you didn't recognize me last night. I never saw you, that, uh, Jeremiah. I never saw you. I wish, uh, like I said, I wish you would have come up and said hello. I know. Maybe we would have taken a picture together too. Huh? Sure. All right, my God friend. Pastor. God bless. Okay. Thanks for calling. God bless you, Sammy. Happy Easter. Happy, happy Resurrection Day. Day. Yeah, Happy Resurrection Day. And you could give me Pastor Stevie's number. If you, uh, when you text me, I'll uh, I'll text it back to you. Oh, and just one more question. I know you got to go. Where is uh, Where is Steve Johnson's church at? Pastor Steve Johnson's church is in um, Temple City on Temple City Boulevard. Okay, what time does he start? About he's, nine, right? No, he's starting at seven o'clock now. They they have a seven o'clock service. Okay, so no more nine o'clock. No, they they switched over to an earlier time. And it's working out great. I was at church. I was at okay. this church last yeah, week. Let me add uh, another question. Then uh, the service last night. How long did it last? To because uh, I, uh, we we went about uh, an hour and a half, two hour service. So you guys, so you guys was there to twelve o'clock last night, right? Oh yeah, we stayed after uh, after church, and we had fellowship in the, in, the, in Johnson Hall. Also, you guys did have food there last night. Yeah, we had coffee and pastries, and we we hung out. And uh, I announced it right after church to, for people to stay and have wow, coffee. Oh man, so I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat. Uh, wow. So if I was still there, I could have come too and have fellowship sure. with you guys. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, you missed out, Jeremiah. I know I missed the donuts. <laughs> All right, brothers. All right, God, God bless. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to. Uh, Alexander. Hey, Alexander, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. That's the second time I'm calling and talking to you. Um, I'm pretty sure you, you don't recognize my voice, but 
Um, I just want to say that uh, tomorrow is a very special day for me because, not because, of course, um, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but uh, two years ago in New York, uh, my girlfriend brought me first time mm-hmm. into church. I never been to church before, and uh, uh-huh. I was very far from Christianity, and even I don't know, it, it seemed kind of crazy to me before. But two years ago, my girlfriend brought me to Hillsong. Mm. And I think, you know, Hillsong play a very important part in my life. Yeah, pa- that's uh, Pastor Carl Lutz, right? Yes, yes. Yep. yes. At that night, uh, Pastor Carl was preaching, actually. And, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, at the end of the service, they say, um, whoever, you know, would like to uh, know Jesus Christ, you know, raise up your hand. You know, everyone, you know, bow their heads. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that we're going to church at first place. And, mm-hmm. uh at the end of the service, when they said it, like, I mean, I realized I'm, I'm in the church already. And, you know, um, you know, I'm from Eastern Europe, so it, it's a little different, you know, over there. Our churches are kind of like very orthodox, and mm-hmm. it's a different style of worship. Yeah, it definitely and, is. Yeah, Hillsong yeah. is known for their worship and for the songs. It's, uh, it's a, an amazing uh, place. Yes, yes, I loved it actually. And but the funny thing is, at that night, I don't know, deep down in my heart, I received Christ. And even though I didn't know that at the moment, but I raised up my hand. I don't know why until today. Like, I, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like I don't know. My spirit kind of, you know. Yeah, I you were you were and, you were moved by the Holy Spirit. You were touched. Yes, yes. And I, I'm I'm so glad that it happened. So tomorrow is a very important day for me. And um. Uh-huh. I moved here from New York, uh, you know, a couple months ago, and I'm uh-huh. still looking for a home church. I I went to uh, to one church. Uh, I don't know if I should, you know, name the the, the, the bishop or something, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I didn't like about the bishop that he divorced his wife, and I don't know. He was mentioning some not really good stories, and mm-hmm. that's why I didn't go back to that church anymore. But right. I I don't know. Tomorrow is a very special day, and I think you know I want to I want to find my home church, and I don't know what church should I go to. Well, you mentioned I, I Hill was... you mentioned Hill songs, and yeah. <clears throat> it depends on what area you live in. We we are blessed here in Southern California that we have so many great churches. You know, I think of uh, Greg Laurie out in Riverside, and uh, Raul Reese and Diamond Bar. And uh, uh, Pastor Steve Wilburn in uh, in West Los Angeles, uh, Core Church LA. You know, those are some of, of of the churches that come to mind right off the top of my head. But you mentioned Hillsongs, and if you're looking for a Hillsong church, we have a Hillsong church here in Los Angeles. Uh, yes, yes. I, I went I went there a couple times, but uh, Hillsong is a, is an, is a great church. But I don't know. I feel like my spirit needs something more powerful. You know. Well, where, what area do you live in, Alexander? Um, I, I live in Downey. Um, can I ask you a question? Sure. I, I was listening to, uh, I know there is a Pastor Paul, like, I like the way he preaches. Pastor, like, yeah, listening. Pastor Paul Shepherd. he's up in, uh, I think, in the, in the Bay Area, I think, I'm not sure. Yeah, and there is also <clears throat> one Pastor, I cannot remember, uh, it's not a destined for victory, um, it's a Pastor Paul, but he, uh, that's a Pastor, he, he got a little bit of an accent, he's mm-hmm. like in, 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 in Inglewood, who is in Inglewood? Oh, that uh, there's uh, I don't know uh, exactly, but I I know in Inglewood, Pastor uh, Ken Ulmer is in Inglewood, and he has a very very beautiful church. I was out there oh, not too long oh, ago. Pastor what, what? Pastor yeah. Ken Ulmer, 
He's in Inglewood. Yes, I, I think that's him. That's him. What, what is the name of the church? You know, I'm not sure, but you can you can uh, just look him up in, in Google. Uh, Bishop Ulmer. Uh, uh, I think it's U L M E R, but he's out in. Uh, he'd be easy to find. Uh, Ken Ulmer, and he's out in Inglewood. I, I think yeah, that that's him. I, yeah. I, I there's I also a good church uh, not too far from you called Cottonwood. Cottonwood. Bayless Connolly is out there. Yeah. Uh huh. And he's not far okay. from Downey. Uh huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. And okay. I also I, I thank thanks so much for an advice, and I also want to ask you a question that kind of been uh, so long on my spirit, you know. Uh huh. Um, uh, someone a long time ago told me that if you hear in in churches people speak in tongues, you know, like shambles, blah blah blah, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, weird, weird noises. Someone told me that this is a false prophecy, and especially in LA, I have to be very careful with that. Uh-huh. I know it's a lot of you know, like Bible says, in the last day there is going to be a lot of false prophecy. Well, and go ahead. What, what do you what do you, what do you say about that? Well, it you know it here here's the thing. I believe. That speaking in tongues is for today. I believe all the gifts are for today. There's no, there's nothing in the Bible that tells us that the, the gifts of prophecy or the gift of faith or the or the gift of tongues ceased anywhere at any time. You know, there are people, there are Christians, there are, 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 are denominations that don't believe in the speaking in tongues. But I, I believe that the, all the gifts are for today. All the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit that work for today. But like you said, you have to be careful. There are a lot of false teachings. There are a lot of false tongues out there. But I believe that, you know, that that, that authentic workings of the Holy Spirit are for today. The Holy Spirit hasn't changed. God hasn't changed. You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why would the Holy Spirit change? The Holy Spirit has not changed. He's at work today just as much as he was at work 2,000 years ago when the day, on the day of Pentecost. And I believe that he fills believers, he baptizes believers, and he indwells us, and that he speaks through us uh, uh, with the gift of tongues. But like I said, it has to be an authentic working of the Holy Spirit. And we test every spirit, the Bible tells. Paul tells us to test every spirit and test it according to the Word of God. So if things are going on in church that are according to Scripture, then I encourage you, be in that church. Uh, if it's a Bible-believing church that praises and worships God, then then I encourage you to be in that church. But if you get a, a feeling in your spirit that this is not right or something goes against the Word of God, then definitely you know rethink and, and test every spirit. Amen, Alexander? Amen, amen, amen. But I encourage you, you know, study the Scriptures. Look uh, in, in Corinthians, uh, read through Corinthians and, and, and Ephesians. Read through the, the, the writings of Paul. You'll see that the, the work of the Holy Spirit was at work then, and he's still at work today. But again, be a Berean. Be careful. Test every spirit and test every work according to Scripture. Amen? Amen, amen. Because... My problem, you see, like I'm a, I'm a still like I don't know if he, if I should say like a new believer, mm-hmm. and I don't know the the Bible completely. And well, like, you need to start reading the Bible. You need to start reading do, the Bible, studying the Word, you know. And like I said, get into a church where they worship Jesus, where they preach the Word, and that they seek the will of God. You know, you, 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 you recommend that church. 
the the um, in in Inglewood. Yeah, Bishop Ulmer. Yeah, totally. Yeah, to- totally. Uh-huh. Very much. I would encourage you to go out there. Was spirit for 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 pretty long time. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Bishop Paul. Yeah, I'm gonna look for his church. He's uh he's uh not far from the four oh five freeway. Uh I think it's Florence, I'm not sure. But yeah. uh take him you know, take a look, you know, you can find him, it'll be really easy. And if you if you don't find it through Google, call the station on Monday and they'll be able to give you more information. Thank you. Thank All you right. So much. Thanks for the call. God bless. <laughs> Happy res yes, happy resurrection. Happy resurrection. Day. <laughs> I tried to speak Russian and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless you, my friend. Thanks for the call. God Bye. bless you. Bye. Uh, we want to pray for a listener who's who doesn't want to be on the air, and she wants prayer for for her daughters. So, Lord, I just pray for this caller. I pray, Lord, for her daughters, Lord, that whatever the situation is, Father, that you would be the one who blesses, that you would be the one who answers their prayers, Lord, who does all that, that, that needs to be done, Lord. You do abundantly and exceedingly, Lord. I pray your blessing upon this family, upon this woman's daughters, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go back to our next caller, and we're going to talk to, I believe it's JC. Hi, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hello. Um Sammy? Yes. This is JC, and I've talked to you before about maybe three years ago. Mm. I called about my friend who was actually totally, really on her deathbed because uh-huh. she had cancer. And um, anyway, I went to this via testimony. She was completely healed. She just recently interviewed for her first job. Wow. And she started walking, of course, and. She's wearing shoes, real shoes, not braces, not brace shoes. Oh, that's awesome, JC. That's awesome. So it's 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 amazing. And anyway, that's one thing. Now I have requested another miracle, and um, my son, uh, he's trying deeply, wholeheartedly to be closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, he was when he was younger, but. He's seeking the Lord now, and he's trying to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. So he's taking his things. I don't know. I think it's replacing cigarette with something else that uh-huh. make him really nervous. And trying to find Jesus at the same time and peace in his home. So that's one thing. And then another thing, as for me, all through this Lent, I usually follow all the Lent procedures that mm-hmm. I've been doing since I was young. And I think I was in spiritual warfare mm-hmm. because I missed everything. I was sick the whole time until now. So tomorrow I'm expecting a big miracle and get well. Amen. 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 So I just need prayers for my son, his home, and me. <laughs> Well, J.C., I just want to encourage you that the Lord tells us in his word, Jeremiah twenty nine twelve, that when we seek him with all our heart, we will find him. Look, for, look at this. It says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So I just want to encourage you and your son that when you seek the Lord, he will be he will reveal himself to you, and he will just 
bless you and, and, and show his power in your life. So, Father, I just pray for, for JC right now, Lord. I pray for whatever she's going through, Lord, whatever she's been through during this Lent, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that, that, that you would bless her, Father, and that she would find the miracle that she's looking for, Lord. That tomorrow, as we awaken for, 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 for resurrection day, Lord, that you would just totally refresh her and bless her, Lord, that she would be healed from whatever's going on, Father, and that she would walk in the fullness of joy in this day, Lord, that you were raised from the dead. And Father, I pray for her son, Lord, that as he searches for you, Lord, as he seeks to be closer to you, Lord, that you would release him, Lord, from cigarettes and from or from any addiction, Lord, that he's that that, that he's uh, bound to, Lord, that you would break the chains, Lord, from this world, Lord, and that he would reveal, Lord, yourself to him, and that he would come closer to you, Father, and that he would experience your joy, your peace, your grace, your mercy, Lord, and the salvation of the knowledge of who you are and what Jesus did for us, Lord, and that he would be totally surrendered to you, Lord, completely in his life, Father, a blessing upon his family, Lord, a blessing and power, Lord, through your Holy Spirit upon his family, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. You, precious Lord. Thank you. Thank God bless you, you JC. And, and just Lord, I just want to also thank you, Lord, for JC's friend. And we just glorify you, Lord, for this for this testimony and this miracle, Lord, that happened a few years ago. But we glorify you even till today, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the working of your Holy Spirit in Jesus' yes, name. God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your program. Thank you for you that you're still here. That you're still on the air. Thank, thank you, you so JC. God bless. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. Good night. Uh, let's go back to the phone line. We're going to talk to Martha. Hi, Martha. How are you? You know, I wanted you to pray for me because I got off track. I hurt myself and someone else when I was trying to only help them. I felt really, really bad because I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. I need to be positive and just do nothing. And wait and see what he has to say tomorrow. Well, Father, we bring this situation before you, Lord. And, Father, the last thing we want to do is ever to hurt anyone, Lord. But I pray, Lord, that you would reconcile, Lord, that you would restore this relationship, Lord. Lord, that you would heal the hurt, Father, and that you would do all that you desire. Lord, just minister to Martha, Lord. Lord, as 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 she seeks you, Lord, as she seeks, Father, the reconciliation of this of this situation, Lord, as she, Lord, seeks you, Lord, you're the one who who reconciled us to yourself, Lord, and you give us the ministry, you said, of reconciliation. So, Father, I just pray that you would fill Martha, Lord, with your Holy Spirit, fill her with wisdom, compassion, Lord, that she would have all that she needs, Lord, as she uh, talks to this person, Lord, and seeks your grace, Lord, and seeks your will for this for this situation, Father. We pray all that you desire to do, that you would do in Martha, through Martha, and for this situation. In Jesus' name, amen. You amen. know, um, um, I talked to him, and that's why we had the outing. He told uh-huh. me I was going to hell, and uh, I felt like I heard him. Rather, I told him to go to Jesus Christ and to pray for him, uh-huh. because I could not help him. Right. And um, he did, I guess he did that. But I felt very bad about hurting myself and him, and I didn't mean to. Well, 
I know the Lord, I'm sure the Lord knows your heart, Martha, and He knows the Lord knows you didn't mean to, and I'm sure that He has forgiven you. And as we seek the forgiveness of others, the Lord blesses. He really does. And I'm sure that the Lord is going to intervene in this situation because your heart is to do good and to help others, to encourage others. And I just pray the Lord give you wisdom and he gives you patience and that he will do all that, that, that he desires to do, even above what you want him to do. Amen? Okay. okay. All righty. Thank you, Sammy. God bless you, Martha. God bless you and happy Easter. You too. Bye. Well, our next caller is Rick. Let's talk to Rick. Hi, Rick. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Sammy. I want to thank you for um, for your uh, heart, your uh, your wisdom, and your serving the Lord. I I listened to you about two months ago, uh-huh. and um, I was uh, interested in coming by. You know, the Holy Spirit pricks our conscience, pricks our heart, and I uh, thank God for that. He gives us a leading. And I have a home church, and my wife and I came uh, with my sister last night. I was the guy on collectors, so... <laughs> yeah, I remember you, Rick. It was an honor meeting you. Thank you for coming to the service last night. The honor is, uh, is ours, and uh, it was just great, Sammy. Different cultures, different people, and, and we'll be back. Uh, and I would encourage any of your listeners that may be in the Pasadena, Sierra Monte, North Delmonte, uh, you know, Arcadia area, if they have nothing to do on Friday night, and they want to join a group of people that love God and love each other, that would be a perfect Friday night stand, I guarantee you. Well, thank you so much for your kind words. I appreciate that. Thank you for your endorsement. Thank you, uh, Sammy, and, uh, and uh, keep on keeping on, brother. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you, Rick. And I hope you'll come back. I'd love to. to I'd love for you to for you to visit with us again. It would be. It was a. It was an honor worshiping with you last night. God bless you. The treat was, uh, you know, mine. Uh, I mean, the good Lord, He's the giver of all things, family. And yes, we will be back. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. Happy Resurrection Day, sir. Bye bye. Bye. We're gonna go to our next caller. We want to talk to Helen. Hi, Helen. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Oh, hi, Sammy. How are you doing? Doing okay. Oh, I love the way you preach. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we was at the service last night, me and my son. I want to tell you, uh-huh. it was beautiful. And and I didn't know I didn't know you was going to stay longer. I thought it, I thought it ends cuz uh No, we were there. We were I there thought, last night after service and we said we, we we were there. We we just hung out and just had fellowship and just talked and had uh, time for to just being together last night. I'm sorry you did. I'm sorry you didn't know. Uh, I, I, I wish no, you could. No, it's not your fault. Yeah. So no, how, because go ahead. yeah, I I thought it was over. Yeah, because when you when you called Safka up uh-huh. and you said if somebody needs a sinner prayer, I thought it was over. And right, I don't know. But, well, maybe next but time. You preach. You preach every Friday, right? Yes, we we have we have worship, we have prayer, and we have the word every Friday night. Okay, at eight o'clock, right? Yep. yep. And Pastor Safka is uh, doing a series right now uh, on why we were created, how we were created to please God. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I hear your radio station. I mm-hmm. love the way you preach. Thank you. You preach beautiful. You have great Bible knowledge. Okay, I need a little prayer, Sammy, sure. for healing for my hand. I got bad arthritis, it shakes, and 
for the Lord to bless me with a house. I've been trying for three months, and and I so you could pray. I rebuke any mm-hmm. unclean spirits because mm-hmm. I I was in a place, and ever since you came to that place where I was in North Hollywood. Uh-huh. Where, and ever since I left that place, I can't seem to get another one. I don't know. Well, Father, we just come before you, Mugodar. I pray for Helen, Mugodar. Father, that you'd heal her, Lord, that you'd heal her from arthritis, Lord, that you'd lessen the pain, Lord, every day until it's totally gone, Father. Father, that there would be a process of healing and that you would start that process right now, Lord, that you would touch her, Lord, from the from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Lord, that she would enjoy perfect health, Lord, perfect painless health, Lord, from this arthritis, and that you, Lord, would show them, Lord, where to go, what to do, Lord, that you would lead them to the place, Lord, that you've chosen for them, Lord, that you would take anything out of the way, Lord, that's hindering them from finding a place, Lord, that you would give them favor, favor, to find a place to live, Lord. It's so important, Lord, and it's in a, we're, we're, we're in an area, Lord, where it's so hard to find a place, but you have that place already found in your eyes, Lord, in your heart, Lord. You know where it is, and I pray that you would that you would lead Helen, Lord, lead them, Lord, to where you would have them live, Father. That you would create a place for peace and grace and mercy and prosperity in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 God bless you, you, Helen, Pastor. and have a happy resurrection day. God bless you too. You too. God bless you. Good night. Uh, let's take our next caller. We're going to talk to Deanne. Hi, Deanne. You're on the air. How can we help Hi. you? Hi. Hi. Um, happy resurrection. And to and you too. Thank you. I have a prayer request. Sure. Three of my adult children, they need a job. My daughter, um, she's waiting for a refund to pay mm-hmm. her car. And hopefully it comes this week because if she doesn't pay it, she'll, her car will be in repo. Go ahead. And, and another one, I have a nephew, May 17th goes to court mm-hmm. that the judge says he's going to put him in jail and he's so scared. She goes a lot of bullies in court. I mean, in jail. Right. And that God does something that they don't Amen. take him to jail. Amen. Well, Father, we just pray for Deanne and her family, Lord, for these men that she's mentioned, Lord. Lord, so many people are looking for jobs and looking for work, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you would provide abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord. That the, that that they would find work, Lord, and that they would find favor, Lord, in your eyes and in the eyes of of, of man, Lord. Father, that your perfect will would be accomplished in their life, Lord, and this this young man who's going to court, Lord, that you would do, Lord, what you desire to do in his life, Lord, that you would use this situation, Lord, to to bring him to a place of surrender, Lord, to bring him to a place, Lord, of seeking you and desiring you, Father, and desiring your will for his life, that changes would be made in his life, Lord, in a way, Lord, that would be glorifying to your name, Lord, that he would be a testimony, Lord, to how you can transform and change all of us, Lord. So we pray, Father, for your abundant blessing upon Deanne and these men that she's mentioned, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Deanne. Thank you. Okay. Have a blessed day. Amen. Well, if you'd like to call in tonight, uh, you can call in tonight at 1-888-995-5552 for the live on air calls, for your prayers, for your questions and testimonies and praise reports. I'd like to thank all the callers who've called tonight and uh, been so gracious uh, uh, with their with their comments, and I pray the Lord's blessing. We want to get to the Word tonight. We've got about uh, 20 minutes left in the program, and I just pray that the Lord would use this Word 
uh, you know, I wanted to to mention, you know, we, we we did have Good Friday service last night. It was awesome. It was it was a blessing, and that's what I wanted to talk about tonight uh, about about Good Friday. But I wanted to, to to look at Good Friday in a little different perspective, a little different way tonight. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question. You know, and I asked this question on on Friday. You know, what was your best day? What has been your best day, the best day of your life? You know, if you think about it, what would your answer be? What would you say was your best day? We've all had good days and we've all had bad days. But what was your best day? What was the best day of your life? You know, if you're a mom or dad, you, you might think, well, it was the day my children were born. You know, the, the, you know being, uh, becoming a father, becoming a mother. You know, how about uh, be, becoming a grandmother or a grandfather, the, the, the birth of your first grandchild? You know, the, those are the things that you would think of. You know, uh, that, what about that time <clears throat> when you were blessed with that great job, the job you were looking for, the job you were praying for, and that phone call came and you got the job? You know, you might think, well, that was the best day of my life. You might look at a certain situation, a certain circumstance, you know, or you got that phone call from the doctor, or you went to the doctor and you found out that that test was negative. There's no cancer. You know, you might think that was the best day of your life. Well, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about uh, a day that, that, that I went through, you know, about a day in my life. It was a day I came home. This was about 40 years ago. It was the day I came home, and there was uh, a gentleman at my house, and he was talking to my mom, and he was a door-to-door salesman. Uh, his name was Dave, and he was selling pots and pans and different types of uh, kitchen utensils. And I sat down and uh, just to be with my mom and, and this gentleman who was in our home. And uh, we started talking about things and about his services and uh, I said something to my mother in the gypsy language, and he asked me, you know, what, what's that language you're speaking? And I said, oh, it's a gypsy language. And he said, well, well, what do the gypsies believe? What type of religion do the gypsies believe in? And at the time, we were Catholic, and I, I, I told him we were, we were Catholics, and we shared a little bit about Catholicism. And then he started sharing a little bit about Jesus. He started telling us about the risen Christ and how Jesus died for our sins. And, you know, I came home probably around 5 o'clock. Well, Dave didn't leave the house that night till about 11. We stayed and we talked and he shared and he talked about many different things about Christianity. And before Dave left that night, he asked, can we pray? And I got on my knees and, and we prayed together. And that was a part of the day of my life that, that day. And it wasn't long after that, maybe a couple of days when, when I came home again from work, and there was a Bible on the, uh, well, there was a book on the table, kitchen table. And I asked my mom, Mom, what's this book on the table? <clears throat> and she said, this lady came by the door. And she said, and she said, I answered the door, and this lady handed me this book, and she said that God told her to give me this book. Well, I picked up that book, not knowing that it was a Bible, not knowing what it was. It said, Good News for Modern Man. You know, had not, didn't say anything about Christianity, didn't say anything about being a Bible. And I started reading 
the Bible, not knowing that it was a Bible. You know, I started reading in Matthew. I didn't know who Matthew was. But I started reading in Matthew, and I kept going, and I got to the Sermon on the Mount, and I got to a certain place in the Sermon on the Mount, and something hit me. And today I know it wasn't something, it was someone, it was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit just hit me with this scripture. And it was Matthew, the fifth chapter, Matthew five twenty one. it says, You have heard that the ancients were told you shall not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says to Whoever says, you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into fiery hell. Well, I got hit with a ton of bricks because I realized in this scripture that I was guilty. I realized in the scripture that I was a sinner, that I needed salvation. And I got born again reading these verses. This was something that happened to me without me realizing what what was happening. But... I knew I was guilty, and I knew I needed salvation. Now, don't ask me why Why was it here? Why was he using this scripture? You know, maybe it was because, uh, you know, I, I used that phrase a lot, good for nothing. Who knows? But I got convicted, and I got saved right here. You know, and I wonder why, why did the Lord use this verse? You know, but the Lord could use any verse of the Bible. He uses his word. To save us. And it, who knows what it'll be in your life, what it was in your life. What it, It's his word. We are saved through the word. The word is what convicts us. The word is what tells us of, of our guilt and our need for salvation. You know, why didn't God use John 3.16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Why didn't God use Romans, the 8th chapter? There's now no condemnation. I could realize, hey, I'm, I'm, there's no condemnation anymore to be in Christ. Or Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. There are other scriptures that the Lord could have used, but he used. He knew what I needed to read. He knew what I needed to hear. He knew what to use to touch my heart. And let me tell you something. That was the greatest day. That was the best day of my life. I can point back to that very moment, to that very scripture, that time when I was reading, I can point back and say, This is where I was saved. This was the best day of my life. And every one of us as Christians should be able to look back, to point back to a time when we were born again. You know, we should be able to to look back to a sermon or a song or a scripture that the Holy Spirit used to touch our hearts, to bring us to the cross of Jesus Christ, that we would receive salvation. And let me tell you something, my friend. If when you can... Turn, when you can look back at that sermon, when you can look back at that song or that scripture, when you know the, the, the point in your life that you were saved, that was the best day of your life. That was the best day of your life when you were saved, when you received the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ to bring you into his kingdom, to save you from an eternal separation, a fiery torture, He saved you from that, and he brought you into his peace, into his grace, into his presence to be a part of his kingdom. That was the best day of your life.
So it brings me to the point of our message tonight. The best day of your life was because of the worst day in his. Jesus made possible the best day of your life drew the worst day of his life. Good Friday was the worst day, the worst day of Jesus' life. He lived 33 and a half years on this earth and went through many, many things. You know, he he cleansed the temple. He 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 walked. He 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 taught the disciples. He taught. He fed the five thousand. You know, he was persecuted by the Pharisees and the Sadducees. You know, whatever he went through, good and bad. Good Friday was the worst day of Jesus' life. What he experienced that day is totally indescribable. You know, we try to understand. We try to to, to take a. You know, we try to to picture what the Bible tells us what he went through, but it's impossible to really know. It's impossible to understand. It's impossible to comprehend what Jesus went through on Good Friday, how he suffered. You know, Isaiah tells us in the Isaiah 53, says, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up like a tender shoot, like a root out of the parched ground. He has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hide their face. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Isaiah goes on and says, Surely our grief, surely our griefs he himself bore. And our sorrows he carried, yet ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. He was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. Right there he says, he suffered for our transgressions, He was crushed for our iniquities. Those are our sins. And it says, by his scourging, we are healed. Healed from those sins. Healed from a life that was separated from God. It says he was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter. And like a sheep that is silent before the shears. So he did not open his mouth. You know, Isaiah tries to tell us his grief, his sorrow, what he went through. But there's no way we can truly understand. Psalm 22 gives us a little better understanding. It says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Far from my deliverance are the words of my groaning. Oh my God, I cry day. I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I have no rest. I am but a worm and not a man a reproach of men and despised by people. All who see me sneer at me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. And this is literal. This is not figurative. He's really saying all his bones are out of joint. On the cross, he suffered that. It says, my heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a pot sheared, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws. 
And you, you lay me in the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers have encompassed me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all of my bones. They look, they stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. If we go to Matthew, it tells us that the governors, the soldiers of the governor, they took Jesus into the praetorium, and they gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and after twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head, and they put a reed in his right hand, and they knelt down before him, mocking him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And then they spit on him. And they took the same reed that they gave him in his right hand. They took that reed out of his right hand, and they beat him on the head after they had mocked him. And they took the scarlet robe off of him, and they put his own garments back on him, and then they led him away to crucify him. You know, these scriptures, you know, they don't even talk about, that. the scriptures I've read don't even talk about the cat of nine tails that they whipped him with, how they tore the skin off of his back, how they pulled out his beard, and how they took turns punching him in the face to see which Roman soldier could punch him the hardest. No, we can't imagine, I can't imagine, you can't imagine the beating, the torture, the suffering he went through. And then after all that, after all of this that that we're talking about, they nailed him to a cross, and he suffered for six hours on that cross. Yes, this was the worst day of Christ's life. And are you ready for this? He did it willingly. You see, nobody takes his life. No man can put God to death. No man can make God suffer. You can't. He did it all willingly. Jesus himself said this in John ten seventeen. He says, For this reason the Father loves me because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own initiative, willingly. I have the authority to lay it down, and I have the authority to take it up again. This is what Jesus said himself. And again, in Matthew 26, he said this, Or do you not think I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? How then will the Scriptures be fulfilled? which say that it must happen this way. The scriptures had to be fulfilled. Jesus knew what had to be done. Jesus could have stopped his suffering at any time, but he didn't. Every second, every minute of the worst day of his life, he endured it for one reason, because he loved us. Yes, he loves you. He loves you. He loves you so much that he endured the cross. He endured the suffering and the cross. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son so that no one would perish, so that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. He wanted you to be saved. He wanted you to have the best day of your life. He wanted you to have the greatest day of your life, that you would receive eternal life life, that you would receive salvation. And I am amazed. I am amazed. I'm in awe at what he did and what he went through and why he, how he loves us so much. 
He loves us so much. You know, Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. He said, Father, if there'd be any other way, let this cup pass from me. But, you know, I read from Isaiah or a little earlier, and I want to continue in Isaiah 53 at the 10 verse. It says, but the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief. If it would render himself as a, he would render himself as a guilt offering. He would see his offspring. He would prolong his days and the good pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. As a result of his anguish, of his soul, he will see and be satisfied by the knowledge of the righteous one. By my servant, my servant will justify the many. He justified the many. It said, it pleased the Lord to crush Jesus. It pleased the Lord that he would go to the cross. Why? Why did it please him? It was I don't believe that God was pleased in Jesus' suffering, that Jesus was suffering. I'm sure it broke the Lord's heart to see his son suffer on the cross, but it pleased him to know that through the suffering of Jesus, you, you would be saved. I would be saved. Look at Hebrews 12, too. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He sat down because it's finished. He finished the work. And it, you know, he endured the cross for the joy that it brought. He didn't enjoy being on the cross. He didn't enjoy the suffering. He suffered through it because of you and me. For the love of God, for his love for us, God was pleased, not that his son would suffer, but that through his son's suffering, you and I would be saved, purchased by his sacrifice. Jesus wasn't joyful about what he would go through. His joy was that you and I would be saved, saved from an eternal suffering in hell. He paid for our sins so that we might spend eternity with him. We need to remember that our best day, the day that we were saved, came because of his worst day. He suffered it willingly, glad, gladly and joyfully because he loves you. He loves us. Let's love him back on this day of his resurrection because he didn't stay in the grave. He suffered and died on the cross, but he didn't stay dead. He rose on the third day, and this is the day that we celebrate his resurrection. Be in church today. Be in a place where you can gather with other believers and joyfully proclaim the resurrection of our living God. I hope and I pray that you'll remember the best day of your life came through the worst day of his and appreciate and rejoice and be glad that you have a Savior willing to suffer the worst day of his life so you can have the best day. Well, as you can hear in the background, the time for our for, for our, our time is over here for now, but we'll be back. Don't forget about Friday. I know it's a week away. Come and worship with us at, in Arcadia at 805 North First Avenue, and then come back here at KKLA next Saturday night at midnight, and let's do this again together. I pray God's blessing upon you, his joy and his peace upon your life, and I pray all of his abundant blessing. We'll see you next week. God bless you.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.